This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. Hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. This episode is made possible by PwC. It's getting hot out here. Moving the mercury can help move your business. PwC helps turn sustainability theory into real-world action. Reduce your carbon footprint while increasing transparency in net zero commitments. Start with reporting to identify your climate risks and reinvent your business. Create a more sustainable business and a stronger planet. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. This is Jason David Frank, and you're listening to the Geek Cast Radio Network. You've just jumped inside the pull bag. Join TFG1 Mike and the rest of the comic crew here at the GCRN as they make their great escape into comics. From DC, Marvel, and Image to IDW, Boom Studios, and Xenoscope, we have everything right here. We cover things like Transformers, He-Man, Superheroes, TMNT, and Radiant Black. Yeah, we have all that and so much more. It's all inside the pull bag here on the GeekCast Radio Network. So, without further ado, it's time to talk about the comics we're reading right now, here inside The Pull Bag. Hello and welcome to The Pull Bag. This is episode 479, and sadly I am not feeling strangely fine. I am, of course, TFG and Mike, and joining me as always is Mr. Golden Red Raz himself, Jesse Raz. Ay, 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 ay. Yes, thank you for that. Amazon Alpha. <laughs> Amazon Alpha would be much better than whatever the hell Alexa does. Uh, that, anyway. That's true. <laughs> At least it would be interesting. True. Okay, so Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Volume 14, Aftermath. Even though it doesn't actually use that subtitle in the trade paperback, it does on the physical issues of the comics. This is the end of the first run of Boom Studios' Mighty Morphin Power Rangers series before they changed over into two separate series, Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers. Yeah, confusing. That make any sense to anybody else? Because it doesn't make any damn sense to me. Yeah, me neither. I, I'm like, I finished this run and then like trying to figure out how to keep up and where to follow because... It, it Yeah, it's very confusing. Very, very confusing. So this is our final episode of the original comic run from Boom Studios that started in issue zero and issue one with Kyle Higgins. And it is now run by Ryan Parrott with the writing. Also Hidalgo, Monty, and Monty are on the... Uh, letter, letters, colors, all that stuff, lines, inks, whatever. Also, I'm pretty sure Ed Dukeshire is the editor on this for the most part, mm-hmm. as far as I remember. Yep. So, folks, volume 14, chapter 51. That's a lot of white gold. White gold. But it's it's beautiful, man. I mean, it that is a gorgeous-ass cover. 
Yes, yes it is. And yes, we do curse around here, folks, so strap in and don't let your kids listen. Yeah, yeah, that white gold man. Tommy could essentially kiss himself. He's so pretty. Well, well, well he actually can because it's Draken, so technically it's him, so he could. Gotta kiss myself, so pretty. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but there's some moral ambiguity there, I think. Is there, is there like, if, if there's an alternate universe version of yourself and you start making out with them, like, is there anything? You're basically kissing yourself, right? Like, I guess but it still sounds freaky as all hell you know and then like if you're in a relationship and then you're also encountering an alternate version is it still cheating like you know (laughs) oh man (sighs) yeah we we ask all the serious questions here inside the pullback folks this is a deep thought you know this we listen we need to we need to you know take a second and figure this out maybe not right now but we need yeah this needs this needs further thought. Yes. When Jesse and I did take one of this episode of the podcast, which no one will ever hear, yep. there was a delay, and we fixed that. Wait, did we fix it? Oh, shit. Yes, we fixed it. We fixed it. We fixed it. <laughs> okay. Don't do that. <laughs> so we fixed it, but no one would have heard all of my bitching about comicsology and Amazon and how Amazon screwed things up and this, that, and the other thing. So as someone for nine years producing this podcast, I believe it was month four, five, or six of the first year back in 2013, I completely switched to digital comics on comicsology.com at the time. Because my friend, Lady Rack, who people would have heard her and I and a couple other people in episode 473 go through this whole explanation of all this Amazon comicsology Kindle comics. I just threw up in my mouth. (laughs) The whole switch over. So go back to 473 if you want to hear that. But this, the reason why I'm even saying any of this is because comicsology created or had this technology called Guided View Ten times out of eleven, it worked. Right, there were plenty. There were a few times, a few hiccups with it, but Guided View worked. What Guided View was, it was a storyboard reading experience. So, like right now, I have the full page of chapter fifty-one opened up, and it's it, you read it just like a regular comic page. I used to be able to go down to the the menu here and click a button that said GV, and it would immediately pull it into storyboard mode. Hmm. Oh, no. Amazon and Bezos and whoever the hell else made these damn decisions, they are like, oh, no, you want to go back to Guided View? You want to have what you love? You want to have what you've been praising for nine years? Double tap. And (laughs) – This is a shit like, okay, so with Guided View, Mm -hmm. the original version of it, like this first panel, we see Angel Grove, we see Draken. Yeah. Okay. If I hit my right arrow, it would, it would have an animation to it to where it would slide over. Right. No, this is just like a page. Like it's going from one image to another. This is like me looking at like all my images of my late great, Amazing Karen. Like, that's all this is. Like, I have not found an option to say, oh, would you like animations? Or, oh, would you like to have it be a smoother transition? Because I'm sorry. Going from Angel Grove 
no, not here, to a closer up yelling version of his face. That's a little jarring. I mean, not that I don't, I don't, it's not about the art. It's about the format of the Kindle and the right. way the Kindle uses the comic. Right. With how they say, oh, Guided View is still available. Now, I will say again, for those of you who may have missed episode 473, that on the actual Comixology app that is still available, I can go through this and I can still do double tap, but it still has, it still takes me because it's still the Comixology app still has the guided view, smooth transition thing, but I am not going to sit here on a podcast as we're doing this, uh, holding my phone, having to rotate it and whatever else. Not that this, like, I'll read it that way and that's fine and I'll get the story and all that, but uh, yeah, no. So, with all that out of the way, we are in the aftermath. Well, let's, let's, let's hit, you mentioned art. Let's go back to the art for a second. I mm-hmm. am not a fan of the really? of this yeah of this round of art like this first page where they're fighting Draken and he's really angry like it's fine and the fight sequences are fine but then like you start to get into where Goldar and Squat and Babu are and all that stuff and the whole thing starts to feel more like an Archie Comics bubble yum rapper you know what I'm saying you know the little comics you used to get Yes. And like, that's what this style kind of feels like. And I just, you know, when they're Rangers, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But when it, when you start getting them as teens and then some of that stuff, it just looks bad. Like, I don't know. I'm just not a fan. And, you know, at one point when they're in the command center, Rocky looks like he has a damn red Afro. <laughs> he looks like a ginger. Like, so it's just, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of, of, of this, of the artwork in this run. So I will just say that out the gate. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm cycling through this and I don't know how we're going to do through the story and whatever else, but what I did like about the art is that Lord Zed looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. That's that's one good thing I liked about the art. But yeah, you're right. In the command center, all of the Power Rangers look like they've been de-aged. Right. Like not, not kids. They're not kids. They're not. There's just yes, something they're sp- wrong, right? Yeah. First of all, the page where, what's the plan then, Zordon? What are we going to do with him? Where Tommy asks him about, about Draken. Yeah, I know technically, you know, this is still our Tommy, but um, dude's hair isn't. And I know this is the stupidest, cheapest thing to complain about in a comic, but the dude's hair isn't long and it isn't in a ponytail. It is cut. It, it Again, the, the, the whole thing is just, like I said, I'm just not a fan of the artwork in this, which is really kind of frustrating because... For this entire, like, the entire Power Rangers run, I've liked most of the artwork. I, you know, I've, I've liked some more than others, but, like, this just feels more cartoony than the rest of them. Very cartoony. And it has kind of like a, like an early 90s feel without the, like, impossible, like, 93 muscles 
on on a torso. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it does kind of invoke that feeling, but it's just like I said, it is not my favorite. Uh, it it kind of mm, yeah, it just it rubs me the wrong way. But back to the story. I think I think the only two things they got right or three that they got right was Billy. It's, so it's nothing like oh my god horrible. Uh, Aisha and and Adam, uh, Tommy, Kimberly, and Rocky, which as you mentioned, the red afro. Right. There, there's one <laughs> image. Okay, so it's it is when it's the image right after Zordon answers Tommy when Billy says, Zordon, are we certain that's wise? You look at Tommy in the background there and you look at Kimberly standing next to Billy. Their hairstyles are almost identical. Right. How his is hanging over his left eye like he's freaking Dr. Blight from Captain Planet and hers is hanging down by the right side of her ear. It looks like they have the same day. Right, hair. you know? It, it just And I know, again, this is the stupidest, most moronic thing to complain about in a, in a comic and whatever, but... Well, but, I mean, it, it's the artwork. I, you know, I don't think, yeah. I don't think it's, it's that, you know, bad to complain about the artwork because, I mean, that is, that's 50% of the comic. True. Is the artwork. So, you know, I think, I don't know, it's just a little too cartoony for me. And then the other part of this, too, is stylized you know for the most part sorry about that um for the most part um this has been sort of ambiguous about like when it when it happens you know yeah like it kind of feels like oh this is happening in present day as opposed to like the 90s but you know but, but there's little nods that that might be there you know but style wise they're just sort of updated here it feels like he's drawing characters directly from the show. Yeah. So it feels more 90s-ish. And they're not even good character designs. Like, it's not like he ripped off what Amy... Like, it's not like they have the character licenses. Yeah. You know, the the the, the, the likeness rights to Jason David Frank, Amy Jo Johnson, blah, 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 blah. Like, the page here where they're back at school... And who the hell is Kimberly talking to? Is that Rocky? I, yeah. Well, she says, Hey Rocky, um, Matt, you know, you guys, um, know each other. So yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they both look like they have red afros in the thing where she says, trust me, if he could, he would have kicked me out of the command center yeah. a long time, you know? Yeah. So, um, I, so anyway, but anyway, let's, let's get to the story. Cause, but I had, to, I had to say that up front cause it just was not, my thing yeah but but you know what so okay so we start off there's a there's a comment we ended with there's a comment and oh shit there's draken yeah now you know exactly what happens in every superhero fight hey let's not talk about how you got here in a comment let's fight so they fight and draken of course is holding his own and it looks like he might get away until the one panel where tommy bitch slaps him with Saba, like doesn't slice him, punches him in his fucking face with Saba. Yes. I mean, there's a giant thwomp and it's like, I felt that panel. Yeah. That panel is amazing. So then he knocks him out and they go, and then we cut to, and I love this little bit because we've had, 
you know, Goldar, Squat, Babu, and Fencer kind of on their own, and they're hiding in the like in the uh in the gas station from Terminator 2 where they hid. Yep. And then all of a sudden, Lord Zeg's back, baby. Mm-hmm. Which so Zed's back. But I and maybe this was the last issue, but remember. So they had Lord Zed's staff and it was broken. They tried to put it back together. How did he get it? I assume because he escaped. Because like there's a panel in the last issue where like he comes back and he's in the palace and he's got the snake that's his staff and he reforms it. But I don't yeah. remember how he got it. I assume when he broke out of jail, he stole it, but I don't know. It has, it did not tell us. Yeah. Okay. That's just what I assume. I just so. wanted to double check that, you know, that I, yeah. I didn't miss that, but anyway, so he comes back and he's pissed and he's ready to kick some Ranger, butt because they locked him up and, you know, I love, I love, I can hear Goldar's voice going, thank you, my Lord. We fought valiantly in your name. <laughs> Just kissing Bud. Yep. And then he get, he cuts off Squad. I tested your your broken staff. I almost and Zed's like done. I'm, no, I've got a new, I got a thing. We got to get going. So now we're back at the command center, and they start. You know, all right. So uh, what are we doing with this dude? Yep. That's where we get the funky Tommy hair. Yep. And I mean it. It feels like none of these characters are the experienced characters from the last 13 volumes or the last 50 issues. Like, in this scene, it feels like this is like day one for them on the job. Uh, I don't know. I didn't get that sense. Uh, I mean... Now that you say that, I do kind of... Because this discussion, they keep going back and forth, but... You know, it's a legit discussion. They need to have this discussion because yeah. because in some ways they are they don't really come out and say it here, but they're talking about killing this dude. Yeah. Cuz they've already locked him up once. That didn't work. And nope. so the only other option besides killing him is sending him back home and they're like, "Well, that's not a good idea. He's just going to take over again." Yeah. Um, you know, so that's a really I mean, that's a really deep conversation as to what you do with this guy who destroyed the universe mm -hmm. so they're kind of going back and forth but they they kind of leave it not really answering that question of whether you know um yeah it's not resolved at all well there's also the question of how did he get here in a comet <laughs> That's true. Like like Zordon says, you know, he's not going anywhere until we find out what's mm -hmm. going on. So, and then we all go back to high school. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, this is like the brunt of my least favorite art, but we get this interesting dynamic that Rocky and Matt are hanging out and Rocky has no idea about any of the history, you know, between Kimberly and him and any of that. Uh-huh. And yeah. so he's just kind of stepping into something really, you know, some one of those social teenager things. Mm -hmm. Wait, that's Adam. Okay. Sorry. I, 
I'm going through. I've been going through this panel, right. and she starts. Oh, is, yeah, it is Adam. She starts talking to him, you know, and it's like he's mentioning Zordon. I thought that was Skull. Really? Well, because no. he's he's got the the yeah. the beanie. I mean, like at first, I kind of thought that might have been Skull. Just with the poor way this is drawn. Ah. <laughs> anyway, so you've got that. And then they cut to Tommy uh, teaching karate to a bunch of midgets because that's what they look like. I'm sorry. A bunch of little people. They don't look like children. You got to be careful, dude, because they're going to break a board instead. Well, again, they look like, you know, the, the panel. Yeah, break a board instead. The little kid in the glasses. Like, it's just. I don't know. It's just, it seems like that's a different style than the whole rest of the comic. I don't know. Not my favorite. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm okay with this. It's one little panel. It's fine. And again, I think the style sadly changed. Like, uh, I might as well subtitle this the hair podcast because right, you're, yeah, class dismissed and it looks like he has his hair up in a ponytail. Right. Like, look, Guys can have their hair however they want. Same thing with women. I don't care. But I am sorry. When I want to read a Power Rangers comic and I want to hear Tommy Oliver in my head, the visual of his hair in a ponytail does not scream what Jason David Frank may be saying in my head is this as this, this eh. dialogue here. Like, eh. I mean, when we get into Zero Era, that's pretty much how it was all the time. But anyway. That's true but this just looks yeah. bad it does he's got a lot of body and a lot of curl to it i'll give you that but anyway um <laughs> so going, you would know mr hair person damn right going back to what you were saying though about you know it feels like these are new like they don't have the same experiences you know i think there is a little bit of that but you also have to remember this isn't jason trini and zag this is still true. rocky adam and aisha and that point is really driven home in the, the dialogue between her and Tommy, where she's like, how are you not freaking out about this? And he's like, eh, you get used to it. I, yeah. I, I mean, you know, and she is kind of pointing out like, so this is normal, right? And he's like, eh, you'll get there. <laughs> like, I do. I did appreciate that panel, though, of like of them having this conversation of like what the realities are of being a Power Ranger and especially like Drekken, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I and I and I love the the end of this this section here where she she asks him, "Are you going to at least say hi, Aisha? If you put me in a room with Draken, there is only one thing I'm going to right. do. I the only thing, and I know that you know maybe Mister Parrot didn't want to do this, or may, I don't think there would be an embargo on this, but I really wish the writing would have just been." Enough said, not enough said. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I think you're get you're quibbling a little bit there, but no, I'm not. It, I'm not taking anything away from it. I'm just yeah. saying. I I read that, and all as I heard in my head was enough said. Yeah, but you know, then we get to this is kind of a Hannibal Lecter kind of moment with Billy and Draken. Draken, yeah. and then you know, with him like still talking to like Saba's you know decapitated head, which is still creepy. Um, yes. You know, Billy's down there doing Billy stuff, trying to figure out where he came from. Yep. You know, Draken's trying to get himself murdered. You know, and bringing him food and all that stuff. And I, I have to ask this because I. 
I've said this before on other shows. You know how you have the Geico advertisements? Any of them, doesn't matter which right. version, doesn't matter if it's the Gecko or the whatever. Where they're like, oh, 75 years of service. I'm like, I don't ever remember seeing a Geico commercial. I paid attention to commercials as a kid in the 80s. I do not remember seeing any Geico. So, again, the reason why I'm even saying this is because, as you mentioned, Billy's bringing him food and he's asking, oh, can it be something from the juice bar? I've been craving one of Ernie's kale smoothies for eons. Okay, I am pretending this is the 21st century, like this is last year, like this is not the 90s. That's something someone would ask for today. Was kale a big deal in 1994? Let's okay, say. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm trying to keep us on track, but I'm gonna answer I that know. because I do. Well, because I do have an answer for that. In California, yes. Okay. You gotta well, remember, I, this is you know, you know, you're on the West Coast now, but like yeah. for a lot of us, I mean, I was, you know, we were, we, you were once a Midwesterner. And so that kind of stuff happened on the coast and then went inland. So yeah, okay. in California, yeah, kale was kind of a thing. Um, okay, that's fine. Yeah, so Q2, uh, a monster fight. You know, we get a yeah. little uh, bulk and skull interstitial. We get a morph and we get this monster that is uh, <laughs> a, a turtle kind of thing. It's yeah. No, it's a Pokemon. That's what it is. It's a Pokemon. <laughs> So they fight a Pokemon. Yep. And they're, you know, they're going at it and oh, it's a total Pokemon. Um, oh yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, this is like the eighth turtle monster Zed has created. Um yeah. you know, and they're going and let's see here. They, you know, they do the power blaster, blah, blah, blah. He hides in his shell. And then you find out this was all a ruse, once again, because Lord Zed's up to something. Yes, he is up to something very, very sinister. And then we get a, another appearance of the Green Chaos Crystal. Yep, it's back. And, you know, because at first I was like, when I was going through here, I was like, did we really need this this Ranger fight? Like, what is it? And then, you know, toward the end, you get the Ranger Crystal and then Zed's plan, which this is, I will say, this artwork is badass. The it Dark is. Rangers. Yep. And they ain't kids. No. They ain't human. <laughs> they're, not, they're not kids in bad spandex. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. I remember that. That shit yes. was the stuff of nightmares. <sighs> so anyway, so we get, so we move into the next issue, which we start off with the Dark Rangers. And I love the panel, the strength, the power, the color. <laughs> yeah like i absolutely love that which that came from finster which was really weird but or did yeah. it was that finster or was that no that's uh yeah that's finster is it yeah it's see that would that's like my the one knock on this i'll say is that some of them it's very easy to tell who it is and some of them it was a little tricky at first so the blue one is is babu uh, or oh, squat, yeah, it's yeah, squat. Yeah. The the stringy, squat. yeah, the stringy, and the lanky one is squat, is, yeah, and then that one is Finster. So, um, but anyway, we have a we have a great example of said learning from his mistakes, which is great, which is good villain building. 
that, you know, I can't trust humans from this. So he makes his four most incompetent generals. <laughs> uh, he gives them this, uh, this power. And I love the design of them. It's very sort of like, so I love the design of the dark Rangers. I think it's a good mix of the people that they are. But it's also like it's not full on Power Ranger suits, which I, I I do appreciate. Yes, it's it's very evil. Ooze. It's very evil. Yes, but it's also very ooze like. Yeah. <laughs> and then the the big bombshell at the end of this is yeah. who is the fifth ranger? Uh huh. Because you can't have. Dark uh, Ranger. You can't have four. You can't pull a 98 degrees. Everybody knows a good boy band <laughs> has five members. Hey, hey, hey. You, you leave Nick Lachey and his lackeys alone. <laughs> we reveal at the end of this issue, it's Rita. It's yep. it's Rita. What the hell? Why? What do you mean it's Rita? Is, is she back? Like Zed says, an improved version. What does that mean? Where does she come from? Uh-huh. And uh, so then we jump right back into it in issue 52, which I'm trying yes. to pull up right now. But, you know, I'm having similar issues. Um, the uh, the 51 variant cover. Oh, it's so it's just Zed with lightning with his staff. But it is very it's it's like literally the the suit from the show is put on the comic page. Oh, that's sweet. I didn't see I didn't see that one. Chris Anka is amazing in this art. This is so cool. Uh, we get the cover of the trade for chapter 52, which is done by Jamal Campbell. And Jamal, I love your art. I really do. I'm just not a fan of this cover, I don't think. Really? Because it looks... it. Well, I don't know. I, I was expecting not necessarily for... Like, if you would have put the Lord Zed cover as the yeah, trade I, cover for this, I'd be like, ooh, aftermath. Nice. I, I think the artwork on here is great. I just don't like the composition. I, I just think it's boring. Yeah, I think what happened was Draken said something to Kimberly. She smacked him, and now she's just running. She's just, you know, storming off. Either that or he farted. <laughs> Well, yeah, Aisha does have that kind of look on her face. No, I think, think Draken <laughs> fell. She was she attempted to be nice to pick him up. He farted, and she's storming off. That's what I. That's what happened. <laughs> Nothing you can tell me will convince me that that didn't happen. Oh, God. Yep. Yes. So anyway, so we get that, but then we pick up, and you know, I was kind of a little a little disappointed that we jump right back to the Omega Rangers. Yep. But, I mean, in reality, we've got to set up that next chapter, too. Yeah. And so we find them. They're, they're on the, the sanctuary planet. You know, Zach's yep. playing some form of basketball with aliens. Um, yep. And they're all, you know, harmonious. And, you know, but then they, they set off. They're, they're going to return those that want to mm -hmm. go home. They're going to they're gonna return them home. So it's like, you know, we... Uh, we deal with what do power Rangers do when there's no bad guys kind of thing. Yeah. You know, Jason trains. And again, not a fan of this artwork at all. I don't, like, <laughs> I don't like the way Trini looks. I don't, I don't really. Yeah. It, what? Okay. What is the deal on the coloring of the, 
I'm just going to – between Jason and Rocky, they're both white boys. Unless somebody has no. race-swapped them somewhere. But, like, what's the deal with the white boys and the red hair? Like, what's the deal with I don't the, know. Yeah. the ginger – like, Jason never had red hair, to my knowledge. Jason's he, was he had, black. Yeah, it was black. Same thing with uh, – I mean, Rocky's might have been brown Rocky's was brown. Yeah, so yeah. – but, like, this, this close-up – and yeah, you're right. The, the whole like training montage here with Jason, that close up on his push up where the lines yeah, are blur. It's, it's supposed to show motion of him moving up and down on a push up, but it just looks wrong. Right. Well, and then you go to, so, you know, we we're they're kind of just sitting on their thumb, you know, sitting on their hands for a little bit while they mm-hmm. get to the planet. We go back yeah. to Earth and this. Like drawing of Miss Appleby will haunt me in my dreams for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, and then when we get down to the panel about high schools, about new adventures, like I can't tell if she's happy or if she's getting ready to assign them a mountain of the evilest homework there is. I'm going to go with the mountain of evilest homework there is for 200, please. But like, it just... The, the whole thing, I just, you know, but we, we get there and we get an, uh, an Adam who looks a little bit more like Adam um, yep. and less like a skull DJ, um, <laughs> you know, and he's, you know, it's interesting again, going, he's new. So he's talking to this girl about why she hates the Power Rangers, you know, it brings up a good point. You know, who holds them accountable? You know, it's the same argument with any superhero. Um, yeah. And we rip off Spider Man, you know, because no one knows providing them with power gives them responsibility. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the funny thing is, the whole time before he perked up, like, you know, when Miss Appleby is like, and Mr. Park, your lab partner will be him sitting in that really uncomfortable looking desk. Right. Like, it's like, uh, I'm a frog. <laughs> so yeah you're right they you know they're going on and on about you know power and responsibility and accountability and which i mean are are all good points and you know it is interesting Mm -hmm. again that he's the one that you know has to kind of do some soul searching on that then we get to uh then we get to i really like this little bit in this this is probably one of my favorites in this whole uh arc Mm-hmm. is this back and forth with Kimberly because she yeah. despite the artwork she wants to she wants to just put an arrow in this dude's head and she can't do it and she, until she, and she finally figures out that's what he wants yeah he is pushing every button he knows how to push because he just wants to be done and she finally figures it out okay so the only and this isn't just because I had a crush on her almost 30 years ago. Well, who didn't? The only character that I do not mind the art on in so far, since we've been going through this, is Kimberly because almost every angle she looks good. So even when she's angry here, even when you have the pink flashes and all of that – but when she goes to point her bow and arrow at him and we figure out that's what he wants, right. he's like, do it. Go on, you coward. Do right. it. Now, if this was – I'm always going to harp on this, folks, because it just doesn't look as good anymore. 
If this was Comixology Guided View, my thirty-two inch my thirty-two inch monitor would be filled with this amazing image of Kimberly holding that bow and arrow, ready to strike him. Mm -hmm. And the thought in my head is is she is basically pulling a Black Widow. Ah, yeah, I can see that. This is Black Widow and Loki. Oh, that's that's your play. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, I I wouldn't give her that much credit, but I see where it does have that feeling. (laughs) I'm just saying, like in in the scene, as you know, as we see them going back and forth, and then we see that one panel of her, you know, holding the bow and arrow, and then she, you know, right, you know, fooling anyone, blah blah blah, right. Yeah, so anyway, we get back to the ship with the the Omegas. Yeah, and, and we, you know, we're getting ready to say our goodbyes. It's all lovey-dovey. And oh, my God, the planet's on fire. <laughs> Maybe, you know, they got long-range sensors. Maybe they should have fucking looked at it. You know, it's like getting to a restaurant, not checking the hours. I didn't know you closed early on Tuesdays. <laughs> So anyway, they, they, they're like, okay, we don't know. They they suit up, they go down, and they're getting nothing out of this. And the, nothing, everything just seems like there's no reason. And then all of a sudden we get these gray blobs that rise up that are like malformed putties out of the ashes. And, you know, they're, they're, they're oh my gosh, their regenerative powers are, are off the chart. And it's, I mean, it's just like anything else. You smash them, they come back. And, uh, you know, they're still trying to figure out what the hell's going on. I like the Omega strike. That's, uh, you know, their, their weapons don't fit together. So they got to have like something, Yeah, you know, I, so I like the gauntlets up the hammer down Omega strike. I, I like that. That, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Um, but you know, so they get rid of them and they're still trying to figure out what the hell. And then we finally meet our next big bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the end. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and again, I, you know, I don't want to cross pollinate too much, but I'm just going to do that. Cause that's who I am. He looks like a white vision. Kind of yeah. see just, just in this in this close in this yeah. little panel where he says a fitting name blah 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 the end just in that panel he looks like a white vision yeah I could see that I mean he definitely has an interesting appearance yeah, speaking of an interesting appearance I don't know if you've seen but the uh, another Chris Anka uh, uh, all variant cover Rita is very sparkly. Oh yeah, she's very happy in that cover. Right. Um, yeah. Well, speaking of covers, we go to fifty three, mm-hmm. and I'm fine. You know, because fifty two, fifty two was fine, but fifty two was a freaking tease. You can't give yeah. us these Dark Rangers and then and then make us wait an entire issue, especially since this is like a, a monthly. You know. Yeah. So we get the cover and we get the Dark Rangers full on, including Evil Rita. Red, uh, Red, Evil Rita. Or Red Rita, yeah. And, you know, we open on, we've got a fight with Rita, which we still don't know where, where, what's going on with Rita. And, yeah. you know, we're, she's fighting putties and all of a sudden Zed runs her through. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're like, what the... Wh- Ah, and then you find out it's not the real Rita. No. 
Of course not. No. Why would it be? Well, you know, you never know. She puts a love potion on him. Maybe he puts an obedience spell. You know, you you never know. (laughs) True. Um, but you know, I will say this is really a nice nod though, to the foreshadowing of them coming together as a couple or whatever. Um, he does recognize that she has skill and value. Whether, you know, he feels like he can actually trust her or not. Um, you know, story. Yeah. But you know, so he, you know, has Finster create a version of her, tests her, and then she becomes the Dark Red Ranger. Mm-hmm. And we go back to Promethea, and Billy and Grace are having a moment. <laughs> sort of. Right, yeah. Where, you know, she's she's uh she's trying to uh you know she she's playing she's pulling some strings too, but this is where, you know. They re. This is where they deviate from the TV show, and I do appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. On the TV show, they never learn to reprogram or repower um, the Green Ranger coin permanently. Mm-hmm. And here they have. Yep, because and- you have a former Red Ranger who, you know, has now set up this company to study all this Ranger tech mm-hmm. and everything else. So yeah. Yep, and I forget where did she find the green, uh, the green power uh, coin. No, not the power coin. The um, the, the green psycho dagger. Oh, the green psycho. Was that uh, on the moon or? Because I remember- yeah, I could have sworn it. We're gonna do it eventually. I hope uh, I might have to actually get the physical trade to do it, but it is what it is. Uh, we're gonna do psychopath eventually. So. Yeah, but I don't think that because the green psycho was not in the psycho's path. Yeah, this was the, the green psycho was in this run when we met yeah. Grace. So maybe that I'll have to go back and look, but that's what they're basically using. And then the debate comes, well, who gets the green power ranger coin, the new one yeah, and who gets to pick. And so she's playing really hard to have him not tell mm-hmm. Zordon cause she wants to pick. Yeah. And she wants to pick Draken. Yeah. He's like, are you uh, crazy? That's the one person. Yeah, I love. I, I I can hear David in my head. Hey, evil Tommy, want to be the new Green Ranger? Right, I, right. I, I can hear David Yost in my head. It's a good line. <laughs> yeah. Um. So now we get some good bulk and skull field trippery, and um, we get to see the morph. We get to see mm-hmm. the Dark Ranger morph. Which, by the way, did you notice what those morphers are? Uh, let me see. They are putties? No! Those oh, are the fucking are... new movie morphers! Oh, that's right! Yeah, yeah. And Which are awful! <laughs> well, I mean, it is for the Dark Rangers, so... <laughs> like, I just, like, I don't know if that was intentional or not, but that's exactly what those look like. Yeah. Um, you know, so they, they have their morph their big reveal. And then we get this, our first fight from the power Rangers and man, they are, I mean, they are kicking ass. Yep. I love how Goldar is a little bit more bird-like. Yep. In, in this, I mean, they all kind of are a little bit more bird-like as at least in their appearance, you know, and they're going back and forth. 
And, um, you know, really, I mean, getting their Power Rangers are getting their asses handed to them for the oh, most yeah, part. They are. You know, some they sort of hold their own. But then, you know, of course, Tommy slices into Rita mm-hmm. and realizes, well, you're not the you're not the right. You're not the real one. Yeah, you're not the real one. You're just a, a putty version. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah so but again, the the art here is awesome. It's yeah. cool. I love seeing the ma- the 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 matchups between each one of them. Uh, it's very very fun. Um, I like that we get the blade blasters in this. You know, because you know we we didn't get a lot of that in the TV show, partially because it wasn't in the Sentai always, but also because you know kids and guns. Uh, yeah. So you know they break out those weapons, and I love. I love squats. Hey, no fair. We didn't get guns. I want guns. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and then, uh, we get Zed, which, which, and whenever you get Zed on earth, that's not good. It's not good at all. No, no. especially since not only are they power Rangers, we've never seen this before. They have their own terror Zords. <laughs> yes, they do. Which are fucking terrifying. Yeah, the terror zords. Yeah, they they are very terrifying. Which so okay, so let's talk about the terror zords a little bit. I um I love them in that they're I think they fit the the motif. I think they're a little they're very terrifying. Yeah. I do kind of hate how they it's kind of like the mo- the the Power Ranger movie, the new movie Zords. They just sort mm-hmm. of mold together. They don't actually fit together. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's more of like that. Oh, what's the thing that they did in? So, as the Transformers live action movies continued, yeah, by, I think it was Age of Extinction. Yeah, they just kind of use like molecules for the tra- yeah. like for. Uh. For 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 Megatron to become Galvatron, or for Galvatron to, for Megatron, whatever you know, like for him to transform into the truck that he was in, in Transformers Four, it was like this morphin puddle of yeah. bubble, more like DNA running all over the place, and that's kind of what these things look like. And it, it I, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like it's not a deal breaker for me, but yeah. I. It's just one of those things where we were hoping it would be more of, again, more fluidity, more, yeah. you know, just to see more of it. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we get treated to that and then we get teased because the next cover, we go to 54, we've got the Omega Rangers fighting something and, yep. you know, in a green energy and a new evil. Yep. Um, so we're back. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to figure out who this were, you know, last time on power Rangers, it's the end, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say though, like these opening panels, when you first see, I believe it's Zach. Yeah. So we see the panel with, with the kids, yeah. you know, at present, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And then it says, if you discover this message, blah, blah, blah. At first, I thought that was a repaint of Ninjor. <laughs> I can see that. I can see Just that. Based on the, the, the angle of what, you know, whatever, but obviously yeah. it's not, you know. Yeah. 
So we get this emergency thing and call out. Yeah. And, and we find out that the big baddie is the Imperial. Yes. Spelled funky. It, yeah. It, it, it's E-M-P-Y real. Yeah. It's, it's like, it would be like if someone from the, if Darth Vader's nephew was going to start a band, mm-hmm. he would call it the Imperial. Yeah. Right? Darth. Well, I well, hold on. Wait, wait a minute. Oh, Darth, Darth Vader's okay. His nephew. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm th- I'm I'm going in all other. Anyway, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, yeah. I'm, just I'm yeah. just creating a fictitious yeah. like, like punky ass nephew that that really has nothing to do with the force. He's just along for the ride, and he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. He, he's the Han Solo of the group. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> so this guy is, you know, the Imperial or the Imperials or whatever, you know, basically mm-hmm. their job is to go and destroy shit so that it can become new shit is basically what they do, you know? So they're the recyclers of the universe. Well, yeah, they, you know, they burn it's kind of like the genesis wave of power rangers except it's a it's a dude oh god yeah i i know you're talking about terminator i know you're talking about terminator but no, all i can star hear trek. i'm talking about star trek not oh, star trek yeah the genesis wave you know the genesis oh, project yes 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 yeah Sadly, the first thing that pops into my head is uh, Phil Collins. Right, right. <laughs> different Genesis. Yes. Um, um, yeah, I was bored with this. Like, I like the battle scenes, but I was bored with the Imperial or the Imperium well, or whatever. I, I just, I, I don't know. Like, I, it's, it seems too out there. Like, it would be like if. In the first Avengers, we had to fight Thanos. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I just yeah. don't know that we're like this. Seems like an element of the universe and create. Like, I don't, I don't know how you beat that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, they were not ready. They were. They would not have been ready if if Thanos had actually come in the Avengers after. Yeah, and so I just don't. I, I don't know. I'm kind of with you. Like, it's. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not super excited. Like this, this dude sort of intrigues me, but I'm also, it's like generic bad guy. I destroy planets, but you're too, your mind is too small to understand that these million lives really in the grand cosmos, blah, 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 blah. You know? Yeah. It, it's a lot of exposition. And while I love ri- the writing of this series and Ryan Parrott is a great writer, I, it, it's kind of like, again, if this was a TV show today, and you had, you know, the Earthbound Rangers, you know, in the first, let's say, three episodes. And then you had episode four, five, and six with the, as much as I like Zach, Trini, and Jason as the Omegas, and I love their, their costumes and all that and everything else, I just don't care about what they're facing because it, I don't know, it just yeah. doesn't. Well, and we go and we go uh-huh. through this fight, and they're getting their butt ki- butts kicked. So they call the Zords. The Zords kind of fight, you know, and they're just they're just way outmatched. Which I mean, which is fine. Like you're trying to build build tension, and I do like this line. You know, this encounter grows teri- uh, tedious. I remember the original Omega Rangers, and you are merely shadows. 
Like I do yeah. like that line because it does kind of give you a sense of how old this thing is. And also that they're very new in this role. So like I, I there are elements of this I like, but I just, as I've read on to like, I just, I, I'm afraid this is going to be like, um, the repeat of shattered grid, you know, or like, or like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or like the end, whatever that next storyline of shattered grid that I hated so much was beyond the grid, beyond the grid. Yeah. yeah. Because it was like, you have this bad guy entity that is just not well-defined. And yeah, no. while we have a personified version of this, like it just, I don't know. I, I just, I hope that the whole thing is better defined as we progress down this storyline. Yeah. You know, and so we barely, we barely get out of there intact at this point, you know, they, they flee. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to figure out what their next move is. And then, of course, they've, you know, there's the touching panels of Zach with the kid that he played basketball yeah. with that he was going to yeah. miss. And now they don't have a home. And, and so there's a lot of good emotion and sentiment in here as well. And just like it, it's only in certain lines and it's only in certain ways that Austin St. John delivers the lines. But depending on what he is saying as Jason in the show. Yeah. It's been a long time. Back to action! Yeah. Like, you know, you hear that and you're like, oh, cool. And, you know, so they get back and he's talking to whatever robot overlord that helps them. I forget yeah. what the robot's name is. Not That's that I. I care. It's not a. But I don't know. Maybe it was sleeping and some idiot woke it up. Like, I heard yeah. Austin's voice in my head when I read that line in that, you know, back to action kind of vocal right. tone that he uses. But, man this this left us on a mystery of one we, eh, we 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 don't care to solve it we don't need scooby we don't need <laughs> we don't need just, scrappy you know well the other part of this that does kind of that kind of bugged me a little bit was mm-hmm. um you know the Omega Rangers are, they chose to go back out there. They chose to do this. We just mm-hmm. had a huge team up. Did we not? Yep. You know, yep. we just had this huge team up and now we've encountered someone so bad that we can't handle this and we need to go back again. Yep. And it's like, ah, come on. Like if you're going to have the Omega Rangers, let's, they need to stand on their own, own feet for a little bit longer. I think. Yeah. I, and again, the threats need to be first, you know, like the whole thing with, with uh doggy evil doggy Kruger, right? The whole, the whole thing with Dane, like eventually we figured out and we learned what his deal was right. and what he wanted to do and whatever. Well, you got one issue left of this series. Are you going to be able to explain to me no. everything that this imp- Imperial or Imperium is no, you're not because you need to either close off this series or you know leave it you know on 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 a cliff somewhere to tease us for the future of the franchise within the Boom Studio. So yeah, no, I'm not. Well, and they continue this on, but yeah. it's still it's just like anyway. So now we go to 55, which I'm ready to go to because I want. And that's that that was the problem. It's like I want 
the original guys because we because you are that story is interesting. It's mm-hmm. exciting. We get we got the Dark Rangers. We got a new Green Ranger. Like, okay, get get to this shit. Get to this shit. Stop teasing me. Um, yeah, we get right back smack dab in the middle of it. Lord Zed, which I don't like. Lord Zed squatting like Batman. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm not a fan. All right, I know he's got these metal, hint, you know, metal joints and stuff. <laughs> but fan of it. All right, it just, it's just not, not my thing. All right, it's awkward. It's awkward. Okay, okay. If he instead of holding his hand out like he's waiting for them to give him something, if he held it down between his legs with his you know, Spider-Man looking he, fingers. And Spider-Man. It, it'd be, be Spider-Man. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> this is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Blech. And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. I, I, you know, it just, it just, it, uh, yeah, just not, (laughs) not a great choice for me. Anyway, so then we get what, again, I love when we get this in the comics Especially with the Thunderzords, because we mm-hmm. never got mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I, I don't remember if I've mentioned this before. And if I have, I'm sorry. I know you don't watch the Sentai, but if you want like good footage of what, of how badass the Red Dragon Zord was, mm-hmm. go out and watch Die Ranger. The, the characters on there, like the bad guys, their version of the putties are little like weirdos and tuxedos. It's a, it's, it's a far departure from Jew Ranger, if you like mm-hmm. that. It's not a bad series. And and yeah. and um the White Ranger is a kid, so you gotta get over that. But if you just want to see what the Thunder Zords are capable of, watch mm-hmm. that series because they couldn't show they couldn't use a lot of that Zord footage for a couple of reasons, but part of it is because they're riding on top. Yeah. And so, yeah. and and you also get like shots of of Japan in there too that they didn't want to use for Angel Crow, but it's it's badass. But anyway, so we get some some good one on one Zord fighting with the Terror Zords and the Thunder mm-hmm. Zords, um, which also kind of makes you wonder why are the fucking roads in Angel Grove so goddamn wide? <laughs> like <laughs> you shouldn't be able to accommodate two Zords. Going down your like going down the road, yeah, you know. But anyway, it, I mean, it's, it's yeah. 
It's not like Angel Grove has I-65 running through it and all its construction. Well, and you got to think they do have the abandoned warehouse district, which what which is a thing uh-huh. in Angel Grove, by the way. There's a <laughs> sign and a line in one of the episodes. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so we get so we get some badass sword footage again. The, you know, the artwork here is great. Um, we do see that the terror zords don't so much have a cockpit. They're just kind of a thing. They get to ride on them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and again, the rangers are kind of getting their asses kicked um, by these yeah. zords. Yeah, they are very much so. Um, you know, and, and that's half the battle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we apparently didn't know about that half of the battle. <laughs> right, right. So they eventually do become the mega. Well, no, before we get to that, we, okay. we end up cutting to grace. Where no, no, no. they start it. Yeah. Go, go power Rangers. And then they, they start the, the transformation and they become. No. The, the, yeah. No. And then it cuts to. Yeah. No, because Billy's fighting, Billy's fighting, um, you know, Babu and Grace. Oh, he calls Grace. Scene for Grace. Yeah, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He calls Earlier. Grace yeah. and he tells her to activate the green protocol. Yeah. And so he gives her the go ahead. Then yep. they do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I had already went ahead. Yeah. Because. No, that's all right. Um, cause this whole like Rita Zord fighting the tiger Zord is, I mean, again, I'm sorry. It's just badass. I it's <laughs> no, it is badass. You're right. It, it's amazing. Again, I wish we could have stuff li- like, okay, you take, all right, I'm just going to run it down. We got Adam, Rocky, Aisha, Billy, Kimberly, Tommy, and then Jason, Trini and uh, Zach, I, Trini and Zach. So obviously you can't. Use Trini, right? Whatever. I would love to see these battle scenes in an animated Power Rangers right. film. Right, this would be amazing. Um, and the Mega Terror Zord—it's scary. It's uh, that would I would shit bricks if I were a kid and they put that on. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's very. I mean, I don't know how you would make that with Power Rangers budget on TV. I mean, it would. De- I mean, it's so fluid. And I it- mean, again, you again, th- th- this would have to be Power Rangers animation. This right. would not be the live action. Well, I mean, because- you could do CG now, but CG then there's no way in hell you could do it. Oh no, no, yeah. no, 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 yeah. Um, so then you know, of course, we get the uh, uh, Mega Tiger Zord or mm-hmm. whatever you call it. Yeah, Mega Tiger Zord, and then of course the red dragon battle mode, which again, mm-hmm. I do not think was utilized nearly enough, but whatever. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. I love it. And, you know, so they're battling and, uh, Zordon, you know, kind of makes a comment. He's, or, you know, Hey, we got some, uh, we got some chaos energy coming from there. And, uh, you know, and then, uh, you know, we get, we get them boosting the power, which, you know, if we remember, Boosting the power too much is what blew up the Thunder Zords in the first place, but you know. Yep. Um, so he's trying to reach out to Jason, Zach, and Trini. Meanwhile, uh, Grace sneaks in mm-hmm. and launches their plan and, yep. um, you know, talks to him about legacy, redemption, all of this stuff. 
and we're, we, we, you know, we cut from that back to the battle. Yeah. Um, it's still not going well. No. And, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're going back and forth, all this stuff. Rocky's trying to talk smack. Zed's like, yeah. just fucking do it. Kill him. Take yeah. that head off. Come on. We've only got so much time. Do there it. Is no one, yeah, there is no one left to stand in my way. And then. And- <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Green so. Your baby. All right. So <laughs> what do we think of new Tommy's design? New Green Ranger. Uh, yeah, I like it. I dig it. I think it's interesting. Again, this is not. This is not quote unquote our Tommy. This uh, is Draken. I have always admired and enjoyed the Draken suit designs, no matter what yeah. suit he was wearing and whatever. I always liked those because they were a mash of what, like, you know, yeah. green, white, red, gold, black, whatever. Yeah. Like, they were a mash of everything Tommy had in his history. So, this suit. I dig it. I think it's great. I think the helmet here looks better in gold than whatever they tried to do when they brought it, like, in the show when they brought it back. Remember how they changed the green Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was disgusting. That was a weird, yeah. Well, so you know this is based on the Bat in the Sun suit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not exactly like that, but I'm really glad because that was a very clean redesign for that. And I'm glad that they were able to incorporate that in the Power Rangers universe because it's one of the few times that I think somebody has added something to the mythos and it deserved to be worked in somehow. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's great because, again, Aaron and his team batting the sun and everything that Mm -hmm. they're doing is is awesome. Yeah, and... um, you know, I, I I don't think it replaces the original, but I definitely think it's a oh, nice no. yeah. phase two sort of thing. Yeah, um, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you look at the yeah. close-up here where you see the close-up in the left-hand corner. You have yep. uh, Green Ranger and, and Zed battling, but the main part is the helmet, yep. is the gold shield and whatever. What I'm saying is what the show tried, what the yeah. original show tried to do to update it was just... Yeah, oh, no, I agree. And with you. this is th- this works. This is awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so they're fighting. Zed makes a comment about you know, hey, you, I can feel the chaos energy flowing through you. This is clearly a Zordon. What yeah. the what? And then Tommy yep. smashes the chaos crystal, which Zed's yep. like, "Yo, kill us both." Man, mm-hmm. I've died several times. So, what's one <laughs> yeah. more? Um, and then you know, just like that. The you know that's enough to screw up. You know, basically, they're like, uh, "We're out of power here," <laughs> and yeah. they start fighting. And then, of course, they use the finisher, the Firebird finisher, on them, and that's the end of them. And yep. uh, but Putty Rita is still on the run. She just kind of disappears. Yes. Um, we got Zed, who's really weak. He teleports back just barely. Um, and then, you know, that kind of ends. Then we get some interesting footage that I don't know that's ever been paid off. Yeah. We get, we get to see the remains of the dragon sword, which to my knowledge is still in the Harbor of angel Grove. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause like 
it was never destroyed. It, nope. it, it's still there. So we see that and we kind of get to wonder if we're ever going to see a, uh, you know, a revamped Dragonzord. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it ends with uh, Grace, you know, sort of congratulating her and or him and all yep. right, now don't fuck up and then to be continued. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. To be continued in Mighty Morphin Volume 1. Yep. Okay. So this final arc, there were things that... I liked and didn't like. We've already talked about the artwork ad nauseum. Yep. The writing is good. I just, I don't know. I, I find myself, I want to focus on one part of the story, which right. is the earthbound part of the story. And while I like the characters that are the Omega Rangers, just what they had to deal with just didn't interest me. Yeah. Like if they were, if they were doing something else or if they, you know, whatever, I'd be interested. But this, well, I think so as they were wrapping up this storyline and then launching Mighty Morphin, mm-hmm. there was kind of a problem because we had already wrapped up the Omega Rangers. We had already wrapped up that storyline. And so it felt like we were kind of fishing. You know, how do we how do we keep the Omega Rangers? What what's the next step? What do we what do we do with that? Because that that whole the whole reason that they went and became Omega Rangers happened, and we fixed it. So, right. like, that's kind of the struggle. Like, why are they still Omega Rangers? Do they want to come back to Earth? Do they want to give it up? And I don't think that was really explored enough. And it was, you know, again, it's like you've got this wrap up of one story. Which is kind of boring, you know, we're taking everybody home, the war was won, yay, and there's a lot of scenery chewing. Meanwhile, in, in on Earth, you got some real shit kind of brewing, and so it just, having those back-to-back in issues, it took away from the Omega Rangers, because I'm like, no, I, stop, come back, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it's just. Yeah, I, yeah, they lost me at the end of that because, oh God, just didn't care. 
You know, I mean, because you, they ended this by trying to launch a new Omega Ranger storyline and also by continuing the, uh, you know, the other storyline. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know that you've got enough to sustain both. And again, I know what's coming forward. They're going to try to merge the two teams, but you can't really do that in a very succinct way other than through team ups. And if you're the Omega Rangers, you're supposed to be this powerful set of Rangers. Why do you need to keep coming back to earth? Like, it's just, I don't know. I, I, it doesn't mesh well for me. I think what it is, is that because the Omega Rangers are who they are, maybe Mr. Parrot wants to still be able to connect them to the team that they used to be right. with the actual Power Rangers. I think maybe that's it. And I, and I could be completely wrong. And if I am, that's fine. That is what it is. Maybe it's that, you know, they want to be able to tell two very different stories and that's fine. And again, having a franchise like Power Rangers, and I'm also going to equate it to Transformers that has two separate series can work. Until the point of, and they've already done this, so it really doesn't matter with Power Rangers, but until the point where you cross-pollinate them right. and they're, they're like, oh, you need to read this in order to read this, or you need to read right. that to get that. If you look at Transformers at IDW, when they started their 2.0 universe, which started with the death of Optimus Prime one-shot, and then it splintered off into More Than Meets the Eye and Robots in Disguise. Right. Robots in Disguise was set on Cybertron. More than meets the eye was Rodimus and the crew of the Lost Light going out to find the Knights of Cybertron. Two very different stories that only ever really crossed over in a few things, but you know the fifty-seven right. issues of More Than Meets the Eye and the fifty-seven issues of Robots in Disguise, unless it was part of that crossover thing, was pretty much two separate stories for two separate transformer team type things. Yeah. So that's what I think that they wanted to do here. They wanted to have two series Two are they different? Cause I haven't looked, are they different writers or is the same person writing both? Oh, I'd have to go. Yeah. Look. I'd have to go look at that because I don't know. Um, uh, actually, yeah, I'm not actually, let me, I'm not sure of that. let me, i tell you what, um, let me look up because I actually have the physical trade of Yay. Mighty Morphin. Yeah, it's I mean it's same team. Hmm. Because because uh, I have Mighty Morphin Volume One. I mean, and they pick up you know a lot of where this left right. off, okay. and yeah. Um, I mean, it's really, I mean, don't get me wrong, and I'm not spoiling anything for anybody because I know we're not covering this. But um, we get a lot. It, I mean, it, there's a lot coming, and it, and it's good. Um, yeah. Like, what's really nice if you want to know more about Zordon and his history. You know, we get we get a little mm-hmm. bit more of that. Um, and building into you know some you know some other big crossover that they're doing with Zordon and stuff. So I mean, there's a lot of good stuff coming, but. You know, and I liked the creation of the Omega Rangers. I thought it was a great idea. I thought they did a great job with it. But ending, as far as this arc goes, it just felt like they were struggling to continue to give them relevance. Yeah. yeah, Which, you know, so, you know, is what it is. But overall, 
this arc aftermath and new thread or whatever, you know, all that. What are your thoughts besides the art? Again, we already talked about how much we. Yeah, 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 yeah. We already talked. Yeah, we already went on about that ad nauseum. But I don't know. I I don't feel like. Yes, it was an aftermath, but I feel like the two stories because they were mixed together didn't feel like the the Omega Rangers story didn't feel as important as the Draken side of things. For sure. Uh, because honestly, and I don't know if you saw this at all, but those last pages with Grace and, and Draken, mm-hmm. it's like she wants to be the human version of Rita. Well, I read think... Those, read those lot. Yes, my yeah. Green Ranger, you did blah, 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 well, blah. Well, but I think... And and I noticed that too, but I think you could argue they might be two sides of a of a similar coin. Maybe because you know Grace is one of those, and I really like the character of Grace. I I would like to see a little bit more with her, and I like where she pops up because there's sometimes when you're like, yeah, she's a hundred percent a good guy, and there are other times where you're like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, and I think that's a very fine line. That someone who used to be a Power Ranger would definitely walk. And, yeah. you know, so I, I do see what you're saying there. And I, but I think, um, yeah, I think, I think it, I think it might have been intentional. Yeah. And I'm sure it was. And that's fine. I don't mind a cliffhanger. I don't mind. Well, I whatever. just meant the dialogue. Yeah. Maybe with the dialogue and who knows if, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen good people go bad a lot in media, so it isn't like, you know. Right. Do I think she's going to turn into the Walter White of Power Rangers? Probably not. Oh, I but do. Oh, she's. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't I don't think she's going to go uh, uh, as bad as Heisenberg. Did. Oh, she's totally Heisenberging it. Come on. No, no. I don't no. know. I don't, anyway. know. I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. And, and it's just. One of those things that I don't know. I, I enjoyed this. I I enjoyed most of this. If I was going to rate it zero to five, I would probably give it a three and a half, most likely out of mm-hmm. five. I just don't. I see. Okay, so if know. we if we were to just do the Power Rangers on Earth storyline, I would have given this a four, just mm-hmm. because I'd have to take away from the art. Um, yeah. If it were just the Omega, I would probably give it maybe a two. I mean, really, like it's yeah. we because I feel like the Omega were in like what two of the five issues, and I felt yep. like it could have been one. Yeah, I felt like they padded that out. Thing, yeah, yeah, like it, it, like yeah, I felt like look, they just padded it out too long. Yeah, look what they did with Necessary Evil. Yeah. So, you know, we we talked about this in the last three episodes of the podcast, but what they did with Necessary Evil was they gave us Dane. They gave us all these motivations and all these things for him, and we found out a little bit about him kind of thing. Yeah. This Imperial thing looks like and and feels like it's just a cosmic monster of the week. Right. Earthbound monster of the week, and it doesn't feel like there's any threat to it. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so yeah, but overall I would give it, so I'll give it, I'll give it a three. You know, I mean, I, I think that having two issues of the Omega Rangers drags the overall storyline down. Yeah. Um, and then 
overall, again, the artwork is just not my favorite. I, it got, I think it got better as it went along because mm-hmm. I think with the Dark Rangers and the Power Rangers, when they're morphed, I thought mm-hmm. it, it was better. But when like drawing people and humans, not my fave. No. Yeah. Not at all. So, so that's uh, Power Rangers, folks. We've completed the entire original Boom Studios run. Woo! I'm sure at some point we will continue on with Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers in trade. If you, it, it, regardless, you should continue with it. It's good. It's good. There's good stuff there. Oh, and I, I'm sure it is. It's just. Oh, you've got a million things to do. I get it. I'm just saying, no, like, as- no, it isn't that. It's it's. I don't like. They screwed up my reading experience. I Stanford. know. I know. Yes, I know. I'm never not going to stop harping on that, folks, because as I've said in other episodes, if I can't consume the media, how, like, like again, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I get it. I get it. I want to see a giant ranger. Uh, Dark Ranger battle with with Terror Zords and and Thunder Zords on like I want to see it fill my thirty two inch monitor, not just be a tiny square in the middle. Anyway, coming up for the pull bag, I don't know. We're at the end of March, going into April. Usually, April is Autobotly April, where I have a whole bunch of Transformers content and things like that. At some point, I'm sure we will get back to Radiant Black and all that good stuff with, with that side of, of things uh, over on over at Image. But right now, folks, life is up in the air. And hey, if anybody needs a roommate for just under $300 a month, let me know. Because, uh, uh, yeah, I need to find a new place to live. And yeah, it's it. life is getting in the way. So the pullback, this may be the last episode of the pullback for a while. Oh. Just letting everybody know that. So, yeah, it is what it is. Hey, if if I were closer, I'd help you out, buddy. Hey, I, I can always move back. I think. Yeah, well, as long as I, I have a corner to live in. If I, I, if I had a corner for you to live in, I'd let you live in. But I got I got two kids, so there's not many corners that don't occupy stuff. <laughs> I had stuff occupying them, I should say. But. <laughs> Uh, where can the people find you online, sir? Oh, uh, you can find me occasionally at, on Twitter at Jesse Rast, one S at the end, uh, on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Facebook. I'm uh, a little bit of everywhere. I'm on LinkedIn. <laughs> Are you asking for anyway? Never- no, I'm just saying I'm I'm I'm, I'm pretty much <laughs> everywhere at this at this yeah. point. You know, uh, I was looking uh, for a job not too long ago, so you know, you know, hey, yes. All right, so make your great escape into comics. We will catch you again soon here inside the pull bag. We have nine years of content, folks. We have 479 or maybe just over that, I don't know, whatever, episodes that you can listen to. If you haven't listened to our past content, please do. And, yeah, make your great escape into comics, and we will catch you again real soon. You've just heard the latest episode of The Pull Bag the GCRN's first comic review and discussion podcast. There are several ways to get in touch with us and leave feedback for the show. You can visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can comment on the episode and all of our different podcasts. You can rate and leave a review for the show on iTunes. Be sure to leave us feedback. Become a fan of us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thepullbag. 
Send us an email, feedback at geekcastradio.com. Follow us on Twitter at The Pullbag and at Geekcast Radio. So until next time, make your great escape into comics and unleash the geek in you. Let the power protect you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.